Welcome back to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today, we're going to be talking about prayer. Welcome back. Uh, first, I want to apologize for not getting the conversation starter out until yesterday, but uh, it's been a it's been a crazy week for me. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been not a great week, but that's okay. I, I've been able to to talk to somebody about it, and that somebody has been God, and uh, and that has helped. It has been an immense help. And what I want to do uh, today, Dylan, is I just kind of want to talk about prayer. Yeah, um, I think you had mentioned it earlier, and and uh, you know, I, I asked you, what do you want to talk about? And you said, huh. Prayer. Yeah, and, I feel uh, like we haven't talked about prayer here on the yeah. podcast in a while. So and uh, and so my response was, well, hey, I'm going to be preaching about that on Sunday, so let's do it. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, well, I, I've got, you know, I'm going to present it, I guess, in kind of a uh, outline fashion, but I just want us to talk about these points. I don't yeah. want us to necessarily go through it in a in a sermonette. Yeah. Um, but but there's there's obviously this idea that we are supposed to pray, right? We are commanded yeah. to pray, um, and and. You know, we know that as we pray, James 5, uh, 14 through 16, right, that, that the power of prayer, if you are a righteous person, has great powers in his working. Yeah. And and so, you know, Jesus has told us we are to pray. We're told in, I believe it's First or Second Thessalonians, that we're to pray continually or to pray without ceasing. So we know we are to pray. I, I think that is relatively obvious. Yeah. It goes almost without saying, but it needs to be stated. Yeah. Because uh, we we are commanded to pray. And, right? and that command to, to pray without ceasing. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I think I've used this analogy here on the podcast before, but the way I, I tell the teens is imagine it's like you're talking to your friend on the phone. Cause one thing that, that teenagers do nowadays with their AirPods, yeah. um, they will just put in an AirPod, call up a friend and be on the phone for hours on end, even if they're not talking. Like it, it'll be like the, like they just have each other on the phone yeah. so that if that something comes up that they want to say, then like, boom, their friend's already there in their ear. Um, and so they, they can just start up a conversation without having to pull out their phone and make a phone call or send a text or anything. Like they're already in basically in conversation mode. Yeah. And that's the analogy that I say when, when scripture tells us to pray without ceasing, that's the kind of connection that we need to have with God. That yeah. it's like, hey, I've already got him in my ear. I'm already feeling like I'm mid conversation with him at any point in my life. Yeah. Well, and, and what, you know, what's really interesting to me, at least about that analogy is those two friends or three, I guess you can have multiple people. Yeah, I don't know. Add multiple people to but, the call. Yeah. But they have a desire to mm-hmm. talk with one another. Yeah, and that's where it really lies. Yes. Yeah. And so today, the, the main focus that I want to try to get across, one is encouragement. I, I want, if you're listening to this, I want you to leave wherever you're at. Maybe you're in the car driving and whatever, but I want you to end the podcast feeling encouraged and feeling like, man, I should want to pray more. Uh, I, I think everybody has this idea, you know, not everybody, but some people, well, my prayer life isn't good enough. I know that I feel that way quite often, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so I, I have to up the ante and make my prayer life better. Um, people feel that way all the time, I think. And, and well, how do we make our prayer life better? Well, I think it starts with desire. If we don't desire to pray more, if we don't want to pray more, we're not going to. And simply the idea of wanting to pray more is not the same as wanting to pray more. Yeah. Uh, because if you want to pray more, you're going to pray more. If you would like it to be a better prayer life, well, that's one thing. 
Yeah. But it's different than genuinely having a desire to make it a better I mean, it's everything from uh, from the time that we spend in Bible study. I want to study my Bible more. Okay, are you actually doing it, though? Yes. Like, are you putting it into practice? And and even uh, outside of, like, biblical or spiritual analogies, there is, I want to eat a better diet. Okay, well, are, are you actually doing are that? Doing or that? are you just saying, hey, I desire this. I want to work out. Okay, are you actually doing this? Or do you just like the idea of it? See, you know? with working out, I love the idea of it. I will not put it into practice. But you're not going to put it. Yeah. Dude, and I so, spent so many years putting it into practice yeah. and I'm just done. I'm done doing push-ups and sit-ups. You paid your dues. Yeah. <laughs> and But that's what we're talking about with prayer yes. is there's all, all, nearly every Christian has the idea of I want a better prayer life. But yes. how many of us actually say, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm Correct. going to, while I'm at the store, buy the proper groceries so I can have a good diet. Yeah. I'm going to put the work in to receive what I want. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so- there's three things that, that I want to mention, and then we can talk about them briefly uh, and, and, and maybe make some application. But uh, the, the first thing is when we pray, you know, we, we get to talk to God. And that sounds so obvious and so apparent. But yeah, and that one that simple means. phrase does not do justice to what it means. Because we get to talk to the creator of the universe, right? The yeah. alpha, the omega. We get to talk to the beginning and the end, the great I am, the yeah. one who literally spoke into existence the world. Yeah. Let there be light. Yeah. And there was light. I mean, if I had even a fraction of that power, let there be a Snickers bar, dude, yeah. I would be rolling because I would be so fat, right? Like, yeah. like I, let there be, and then there is, to speak it into ex- If I want to make something, i got to use my hands, and I've got to use tools, and I've got to use all sorts of things. God created the sun yeah. by saying, let there be light. I mean, it, just the unfathomable power that he possesses, and we get to talk to him. Yeah. That's who we get to talk to. Yeah. The the being who quite literally breathed life into your lungs yes. t- took mankind from a clay sculpture into a living breathing, breathing um thinking with our own thoughts and our own minds. Yeah. Um and created it, in his image? Yes, created to in his image to, to be like him and then also all of creation around us for us. He yeah. he created all of this world for us. Yeah. Um it, it it's mind-boggling when you start to think about what how great our God is. Yes. Well, and and so I've, I've shared this recently a couple of times, but Genesis 1-1, within that verse, within the first verse of the Bible, are three things that are essential to our existence, right? So in the beginning, time. Mm-hmm. Well, God created time, right? Because prior to time existing, prior to the beginning, God was. Yeah. He was. He was there. Right. And so, and and he's outside of time. And and so he had to, he created time for us. He created time for us, right? The days, the nights, and it goes into that a little bit later, but in the beginning indicates that God created time. Well, then it goes on and it says in the beginning, God created. So now there's something else, Mm -hmm. the heavens. Well, that's space. That is the area in which we live. Right. Mm -hmm. And so in order to live, we have to have space. Yeah. We're not. We're not able to, to shrink down to a infinitesimal small point and then move around without space. We have to be able to move. Yep. So he created space, the heavens and the earth. He created matter. Mm-hmm. The things that we utilize, what we stand upon. He he created time, space, and matter in the first verse of the Bible. Yeah. And I love the argument for this um, that is talking about how it, there's so much uh, – to 
to process when it comes to how things were created, that it couldn't just come about by chance because yeah. time, space, and matter, all three have to be created at the same time. You can't yeah. have two without the other one. If you Correct. have time and, and matter, where are you going to put it? If yep. you have time and space, what are you going to put in it? If you have matter and and, um, space. and space, then when, when are you going to put it? Yeah. And so all, all three of these things have to be brought together at the exact same time and in the right manner. Yep. And that's our God. That's how great he is. Yep. And uh, the point that we're getting at is, we have the incredible blessing that we get to speak to him, that we get to talk to him. We that, do. That he hasn't um, put us in a a a, a separate uh, and in a, a separate category that, yeah. that we don't have access to him. Yeah, we have we have direct access to him. And you know, in Romans chapter one, it, it talks about you know that that what can be known about God is plain to them, plain to people, right? Mm-hmm. That because God has shown it to them, His invisible attributes, namely His eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made, right? So we know that God is there. We know He exists. We know He's out there, and He wants us to talk to Him. Well, why does He want us to talk to Him? Because He listens to us. And that's the second thing, right? Is, yeah. Is well, because I would say because we need it. And we need it. Yeah. Absolutely we need it. There's a, uh, you know, I, I probably will not be talking about this on Sunday, but the, the psychology that goes in with prayer, right? Yeah. And we were talking about this a little bit ago, right? Why do people go to counselors? Well, in order to talk about things, to get it off their chest, to to put a voice to the problems that they have and to put mm-hmm. words into the into the world around them so that they can vocalize and understand what's going on. And it is only through that vocalization that they actually help get better. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, people store it up and they 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 hold it within, and it it just it it, it builds up and, and it festers. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's not good. And so we get it out of our system. Well, yep. what does God want us to do? Well, God wants us to talk to Him. He wants us to talk with Him because He knows we need it. Yep. He knows it's necessary, and more than that. He listens to us, man. And and if nothing else, that is at least provides me so much comfort. Because there are times in my life where I've been, I've struggled and I've, I've needed to talk to somebody yeah. and I'll go and I'll try to talk to somebody and then they're trying to give me solutions and, and they're trying to tell me, well, you should have done this. And, and I know for a fact, I've done that for others. Like yeah. I know I have. And, and it's, it's not right. It's where not you're not right. doing so much more uh, listening as you are uh, answering, solving. answering and problem solving. Yeah. And, and you're not right. And so I, I know I've done that. Yeah. I know I've I know I've done that to Alyssa and yeah. she is so patient with me and I love that. <laughs> but but God listens. He listens. Yeah. And sometimes we just need someone to listen to us. And I, I think it's so important that we do have God to listen to us because it it helps us as we talk with him to know that he cares. Uh John chapter nine. Verse 31, we know that God does not listen to sinners, right? So that's that's another thing that we're not going to get too deep into today, but you must be a, a, a member of the body of Christ. But if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. God will listen to our prayers. Now, we must be serving him. Mm-hmm. We must be a member of the body of Christ. We must be the bride of Christ. But yeah. God listens to us. And yeah. that's just so comforting to me. No, it absolutely is. Um, it, having the 
the understanding that uh, not only how great God is, but also that he ha- has the type of a relationship with you that, that he cares about your problems, that, that he is uh, invested, is too. he's invested in your life, yeah. which is absurd. I mean, think of the things he's cre- created the world. Yeah. And he's worried about my life. And, and it's not just so much <laughs> that he cares about humanity as a whole, that he cares about um, problems that affect all of humanity, yeah. like, like, like peace or war, like, yeah. like hunger or famine, which he absolutely, Absolutely does. He looks out for his creation. He, yeah. he, uh, like a, like a father is caring for his creation. Yep. Um, but it's so much more detailed than that, that each individual person, yeah. he listens and he cares for you as an individual. He cares for me, Chris Carrillo, and he yeah. cares for you, Dylan Bruce. Yep. And of the billions of people on this planet, he cares for everybody. Yeah. But he cares for everybody individually. Yep. Collectively and individually. And it, I mean, it, it's so comforting. It really it's is so comforting to know that I can I can close my eyes. I, you know, here's the other thing: I don't have to close my eyes. I don't have to fold my hands. I can just talk to God. Yeah, I just get to talk to God, and and however we choose to do that is is really up to us. Now, I think maybe we'll talk about it here in a minute, but but the the manner that we approach God is important. Uh, it needs to be in reverence, right, and, mm-hmm. and in, in respect of His power. Um, and it needs to be such because God is the only one that can actually answer our prayers. Yeah. Right. I mean, people used to pray to idols. People sometimes still do, I guess, certain parts of the world pray to idols. You know, they'll make a little wood figurine and they'll pray to the wood figurine that their own hands created. Mm -hmm. Mind boggling to me, but they'll do it. And then nothing happens because they're praying to a wood figurine. Yeah. It has no power. It has no power. God has the ability yeah. to to answer our prayers. I, I want to, the last verse really, well, maybe not last. One of the last verses I want to share is 1 John. 1 John chapter 5. Um, and, and in verse 14, this goes in with the, 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 the last point that I had made, which is, uh, it says this, chapter 5, verse 14. And this is the confidence that we have toward him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us, right? So so this is God listening, right? Now, we got to ask according to his will. So mm-hmm. if I'm here asking for a, a Maserati, well, I mean, God really could care less what I drive. You know, he could probably care less that I drive, right? What he cares yeah. about is doing his will. So verse 15, and if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. We know that he will answer our prayers. And and that is that's huge to have that confidence, to have that knowledge, to have that that understanding that not only do I get to talk with him and ask him for things, but he's going to grant it to me. Yeah. If it's within his will. Well, and the the important thing to remember is he always answers prayers. Sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is not yet. Correct. Um, and so sometimes we think, oh, God's not even hearing me. God's not even listening to me. When in reality, the answer is no or not yet. Yeah. Uh, we think if it's not an immediate yes, yeah. then, then, oh, well, God must be ignoring me right now. Yeah. He, he must not be hearing my prayer. Did I do something wrong? That's because we treat God like Amazon. Yeah, that's absolutely true too. We don't we don't treat him as if he is the creator of the universe. I want overnight has, delivery. Yeah, who has authority yeah. and power, right? We treat God as if he's Amazon. Yeah. God's not a delivery service. God's not a genie. 
Yeah. God is God. Yeah. He is well, and, so and, much more. And that's the other part of it, too, that when it comes to prayer, that we're not just asking for things. We're, we're not just every time we talk to God saying, I need this, I need this, I want this, I want this. Because yeah. um, think about it this way. Um, neither of us have kids yet, so we don't really know what it's like. I'm, can, I've got can, one on the way. You can be a dad um, soon, though. Um, but but for, for little kids, whenever they're talking yeah. to their parents, if every single time they talked to them, they said, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. And they never came and said, hey, look at what I made at school today. Or, hey, let me tell you about my friend on the playground today. Or even in a more grown-up sense, if whenever I called my parents, I'm saying, hey, mom and dad, I need you to pay my bill this month. Hey, mom and dad, I want you to, to do this. Hey, mom and dad, can you can you give me this? Hey, can you uh, buy this thing for my baby's nursery? Hey, can you buy buy this thing? Can you give me this? Can you? Yeah. It's going to get so old so fast, they're not going to want to talk to me. Yeah. But if instead I'm calling them up and saying, how are things going where, where y'all are in Oklahoma City? Thank you for all you've done for me. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> just that. And that's the way that our prayers and our relationship must be like yeah. with God. Um, and anyways, I just say that because you brought up he's not a, a delivery service. Yeah. And, um, and so that means that there's more aspects to our prayer. Should we request things? Should we say, Hey, can you do this for me in my life? Absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt, because he has the power to do anything. And he wants us to ask of and him. And he wants us to ask of him, yes. Um, but, but he also wants us to thank him. Yeah. So I, I did this exercise, uh, while I was in college with some friends, um, where we took turns praying. We were, we were like all sitting together. And so it was like, like we were praying together, but each one of us took turns vocalizing, yeah. uh, you know, and so we're, we're go, go around in a circle, but the challenge was, Nobody can ask for anything while we pray. Yeah. We are going to pray to God a prayer of of thanks and a, a prayer of honor and glory yeah. um, where we recognize him for who he is and where we thank him for what he's done for us in our life. Yeah. And um, it's way, way harder than what we thought it was going to be because so many times we'll be talking to God and it's like... It's um, all about me, 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 me. Yeah, well, and can you also provide a hedge of protection? Oh, wait, that's, that is requesting something technically. And so, yeah. uh, you know... and. and and when we start to to get into that, it's like, I don't realize necessarily even what I'm asking. Yeah. And so I don't realize all of the words that I'm actually saying while I'm praying. And yeah. so it just creates a whole new mind-opening experience where yeah. we start to understand the, the even the words that we use ourselves. Yeah. Well, and, and that kind of brings us to at least the last thing I want to talk about. And maybe you have some other things as well. But it's, it's this idea of, of how we approach the throne, right? Mm. So... When I was in college, maybe a little bit after, I started to really think about how I'm praying to God. And I don't mean necessarily the words. I do mean the words, but not entirely. Yeah. I, I mean the words. I mean the way that I, you know, am, am I supposed to be on my knees? Am I supposed to be bowing my head? Am I supposed to be closing my eyes? Am I supposed to be folding my hands? Am I supposed to be, uh, you, you know, what, what, am I, what am I picturing? What am I envisioning when I am talking to God, right? Because you and I right now... My eyes are open. I know you've been yawning. I'm just kidding. You've been yawning a lot, right? But your eyes are like we're talking to one another. Yeah, right? making eye contact making while eye contact. we're having a conversation. And, and, yeah, and we're we're discussing this. Yeah. Well, how do I talk to the Father? Well, because He's in heaven. He's not physically in the sense right here where I get to make eye contact with Him and mm -hmm. talk with Him, and He talks back and He says things. Right. So how am I communicating with Him? And so what I started doing was I started imagining myself as I, as I would close my eyes. And I wasn't able, always able to close my eyes, right? But, but yeah. imagining as I close my eyes that I'm 
standing before the throne of God. And yeah. I, I do, I did have another passage, that I, so I apologize <laughs> if if that was a lie. I repent um, from that. But Revelation chapter four. After this, I looked, and behold, this is verse one: a door standing open in heaven, and the first voice which I had heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, "Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this." At once I was in the spirit, and behold. A throne stood in heaven, with one seated on the throne. And he who sat there had the appearance of jasper and carnelian, and around the throne was a rainbow that had the appearance of an emerald. Around the throne were twenty-four thrones, and seated on the thrones were twenty-four elders, clothed in white garments, with golden crowns on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning, and rumblings and peals of thunder. And before the throne were burning seven torches of fire, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne, there was, as it were, a sea of glass like crystal. And around the throne, on each side of the throne, are four living creatures full of eyes in front and behind. The first living creature, like a lion. The second living creature, like an ox. The third living creature, with the face of a man. And the fourth living creature, like an eagle in flight. And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around and within. And day and night, they never cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. See, if you don't go into prayer with reverence while picturing that, then I don't know what you're picturing. I I mean, isn't that beautiful? Yeah. And and to, to imagine then as you talk to the Father... You're, you are, you're standing before that throne. Yeah. That's who you're talking to. Yeah. And that's what is surrounding him. And, and man, it just brings a whole new light. And it, it did for me to, I'm, I'm talking to God mm-hmm. and then recognizing that, that God has adopted me. That's yeah. like, that's my father. Yeah. That's. Someone who cares about me intimately. So I don't, I don't have to speak to him in these and thous. And, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I get to talk to him like I like I would a father. Mm-hmm. And that means that he wants me to share the boring details about my day. He wants to hear about how my relationships are going. And he mm-hmm. wants to hear about my likes. And he wants to hear about my dislikes. And he wants to hear about what I need. And he wants to hear about what I'm doing for him. And it's not because he doesn't know. Correct. But he wants you to want to share with him. Exactly. And we should want to share with him. Yep. We should have a desire to share with him. And, and I I do not share often enough. I, I don't know that I ever will be able to share often enough. But I, I, I can't help but just be in awe, yeah. be amazed at God when I consider who I'm talking to. So, um, uh, in terms of of the the point that I think we're trying to get at that that we should all desire to be in prayer with the Father more. Yeah. Um, I go back to the analogy that I kind of began with that, that being constant in prayer. Um, yeah. the way that I've encouraged people whenever this topic comes up, um, is to open your mornings with prayer. Uh, yeah. w- w- when you get up in the morning, uh, begin a, your time talking to the father, um, yeah. and continue that throughout the day. And, and I think this kind of goes back to the manner of how we do it, but yeah. throughout the day, you don't have to be like, 
okay, now I'm going to sit down, I'm going to pray and, and start with dear God again. <laughs> it, it can uh, be a continuation of your yeah. previous conversation as you go throughout your day. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I'll add to that is, have you ever woken up at like like 3 a.m.? Um, and it's just kind of like, I don't know why I woke up, but like, I'm just like awake right now. Uh, what, what is 3 a.m. often called? Uh, in what? Just like like throughout culture, uh, a lot of people refer to it as the witching hour. I don't know if oh, you've ever heard that. It is okay. Yeah, because it, it's like the pitch black time of night. It's like where the the sun is the furthest away from sunset and from sunrise. It's yeah. like where it's just like like I've heard the phrase the witching hour. I've just never really looked into what it meant. But okay, okay. I'm pretty sure it's three a.m. Maybe two a.m. or something. But anyways, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like um, it's like we're supposed to be spooky or yeah. whatnot. And so whenever I've in the past have woken up at 3 a.m., I'm kind of like, I want to get back to bed and under my sheets quick because I'm like, I don't like this. Um, but somebody shared with me a couple months ago that they said, um, when you wake up in the middle of the night, um, have you ever considered that that may be God saying, talk to me? I want you to, to speak with me during, during this time where nothing else is going on during this time where nobody else is, is demanding your attention. Yeah. Speak to me. And I'm like, that's fantastic. I love that (laughs) because whether I have to get up in the middle of the night to use the restroom or whether I just get up in the middle of the night for no reason at all. And I'm just like, like for some reason turn over and I'm like, I'm awake now. Yeah. I heard somebody say that could be God saying, talk to me. And I love that idea because that goes back to, again, God listens to us and he wants to have that relationship with us in which we do talk to him at every chance we get. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I absolutely agree. I think, I think we ought to take every opportunity to talk to him that we have. And I, I do not take it often enough. I know that. Um, I, I, I need to do better and, am actively working on doing better because yeah. my prayer life is continually improving, which is great, but it's not where it needs to be. And, yeah. uh, and, and it, and I think a lot of people resonate with that. I yeah. Think a lot of well, people if there's anybody that. that says, Hey, my prayer life is where it needs to be, then I'm, I'm saying, oh, what, so you feel like you're, you don't need to continue chasing after a deeper relationship yeah. with God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a, that, that may be a little bit problematic. Yeah, <laughs> not maybe. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, no, I, I appreciate you you talking with me about this. Help to get my thoughts together a little bit better. Yeah. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, for those of you listening, if there's anything that you need, any um, if you have a prayer request and, and you'd like us to pray for you, if, if uh, uh, anything at all that you would like, maybe a recommendation on what you would like us to talk about, we do ask that you email us. Uh, you can hear our email address and, and how to contact us uh, uh, in just a few moments. Thank you so much for your time. Hope you have a wonderful blessed week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to ask if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments that you please email us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. We've got a Facebook page as well as an Instagram account. Our Facebook page is very simple. It's just Bible Conversations. On Instagram, it's very simple, at Bible Conversations. Uh, look us up, like our posts, and share it with your friends. We also have a an opportunity for you to help us financially through a, through a store uh, via Kim's Closet. And you can find that. Uh, you can just type into Google Kim's Closet. We have a, uh, we have a link as well that, that we will be uh, posting in, in each of our episodes. And we just hope that you will, uh, that you will reach out and find us and uh, purchase a hoodie or a shirt. Uh, 
with the logo on it. And that way you can spread the word without having to say a word. So we appreciate you. Thank you all. Have a blessed week.